Sunday morning here at the Everyone Needs a Little Podcast Studios. My name is Joey Little. Thanks again. Again, or if it's your first time for joining me in the rantings of myself, just once again, just got to remind you, my opinions are my opinions only. Anything I say only represents what I think. Not anybody else out there. So anyway, I didn't know what I was going to talk about this morning. I know in the last podcast podcast episode, I said I felt free. I felt like, uh, you know, um, I could start uh, being myself on the podcast again because I don't have a corporate entity that's uh, going over every word that I'm saying in my personal podcast and thinking about how that's going to screw them somehow, some way, or somebody's going to sue them because I said that uh, uh, New England clam chowder is better than Manhattan clam chowder in uh, in a sense. And so I don't have that anymore. Um I do have some new responsibilities, I believe, that are coming towards me. Uh, and so I've never, I've never apologized for anything that I've said in this podcast, and I never will apologize for anything I said in this podcast. Uh, maybe I have, but I've done it publicly in a podcast. And when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And when I'm right, well, it's my own, it's my own opinion. So I guess it just matters on me. Some of you agree with the things I say. Some of you are inspired by things I say. Some of you uh, have reached out and told me, you know, uh, they enjoy the storytelling and what and, and the uh, the events from my life. And so I just continue it. And it's a, I'll repeat it again, like a broken record. This is very therapeutic for me in some sense. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I just get off. I got a, a message yesterday. Somebody saying, you know, uh, how do you feel now? You know, getting off your podcast, you feel better. And I was like, not really. Uh, no, um, sometimes I feel really good. Sometimes I just don't feel anything. Sometimes I just feel like I'm, um, I guess it's on a different type of podcast that I do, the episodes that I do. Because some of the episodes in the past, out of the 280 what episodes, there have been some just for entertainment, just for me to try to entertain y'all. And those are for few and far in between. But the most of them are for me to be therapeutically trying to, uh, uh, I guess, use... Uh, this is a way to be more self-aware of myself. And this morning was a, um, it was a big example of that in a good way. Uh, I, I got up this morning. It's Sunday morning. It's what, like the 23rd or something of October, end of uh, October. I got up this morning. I was like, you know, I'm going to do that podcast today. I'm not going to force myself into it. I'm going to do it when it feels good, you know, but I, I'm going to do it because I need routine as well. And this can be part of that routine. I, I, I don't know if I mentioned, I think I did mention it in the last podcast, that the routine in my life is completely different than it was a year ago. Anything that was familiar a year ago, and I'm not talking like I haven't had you know any um, major catastrophes with death if anybody close to me or things like that, but I'm talking some big things that are routine in somebody's life completely have changed or have gone away. Like I don't work in an office anymore. I don't work for a company anymore um, as of a few days ago. I... Um, I'm not around as many people as I have been. I've not traveled as much as I had last year. We just used 2019, you know, I, I was on the road at least every month uh, covering uh, NHRA. We, we sponsored a, a funny car or a, a race boat, or I was visiting uh, uh, customers or going to conventions or workshops around the country. And so um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed getting out. I enjoyed getting on a flight, going, uh, going places. In fact, last year I had a fiance as well. Uh, well, would have been 2009, late 2019 is when I when I made the choice. But I was with somebody last year that I thought was good for me. And then later on finding out, absolutely not. This is not a person that's good for me. So many things that were routine for me. And I think that we survive or we thrive if there's some kind of routine in our lives. I know there's some people out there that seem very hectic and they don't have any kind of routine. Um, and, and good for them. But I think the majority of human beings have to have some kind of routine to uh, to have some kind of sanity in their life. And I only say that because when I watch these uh, prison documentaries, 
Every single one of them basically says, I don't want to say basically, every single one of them says the same thing. They've got to find routine. They've got to find a routine or they will go mad. Especially, I just watched uh, a documentary a few days ago about, uh, I forget the name of it now, but it was like uh, Rosewood or something. It was about a, a maximum um, uh, a security prison that was just for, um, what's it called? Uh, ADSEG, uh, Administrative Segregation, segregation, which was just your in the hole. You're just by yourself, right? You're in a 23-hour lockdown into a cell and then one hour a, a day you get some kind of like, I don't know, you get to go out on the, the a cage out on the outside a bit. But every single one of them said the same thing, that if they didn't have, if they didn't make some kind of routine, even as redundant as it was, as dumb as it was, they needed to have routine. One guy was uh, talking about how the first thing when he does when he gets up in the morning, it's his, uh, towards the beginning of his morning, he cleans his cell. Like he cleans it thoroughly. Like he cleans, cleans, cleans it. Th- I mean, little, tiny, tiny, whatever. He cleans it. And then before he goes to bed at night, he does the exact same thing. So you would think even, okay, if you're cleaning it that well before you go to bed at night, in the morning, there must not be anything to do. Well, he just goes through the motions because it's a routine. And it's, uh, for him, it's keeping his sanity. There's, there's so many others. And I, and I know I have a hard time with routine unless it's, it's unplanned routine, right? Going to the office every day, and getting there by eight o'clock in the morning, you know, that's a routine, right? Um, getting up and, and making coffee because that's what you want to drink every morning. Uh, that's a routine. Like those are just routines, but they're not forced upon. I don't tell myself I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to make coffee and then I'm going to take a shower. Like that just becomes a natural routine. I still have some of that, uh, a lot of that, and I try to keep it every day. Um, such as, uh, and things are drastically changing, not drastically, but are changing tomorrow. My routine will change tomorrow because I also need discipline. And I think that's the other part of routine. So every day we have some kind of routine. I mean, meals are a routine. You eat a breakfast or a lunch and a dinner, you eat them at certain kind of times every day, that's a routine. But it's the big ones that fell out of my life that um, really shock your system, at least shock my system. I mean, they shock my system. I remember the same thing when I was uh, doing the morning show, the rock station back in Topeka on, on V100. And uh, one day in 2008, I think it was like September something of 2008, uh, I get called in the office and they no longer want me to work there anymore, right? It was done. We, uh, there was a lot of people getting, they were getting rid of a lot of people and I was one of them and uh, it was done. And um, I remember just this shock because I had made it, I kept telling myself because I made it my life. It was my life. Like the being on the radio, having that uh, morning show, doing the other things with the morning show became my life. Well, when it's not in your life anymore, you can imagine how many routines just get completely wiped away from your life. This, uh, this comfort, right? I had the comfort knowing even though I was getting up at 420 in the morning, every morning that I would get to the studios by, you know, or the station by 5am, I would do my show prep in the, you know, pulling all the uh, stuff that needed to talk about the news and weather, all that good stuff. And my, the team would start showing up as well uh, a little after five and, and, you know, a quick little uh, discussion before we go on the air at 6am or a little after 6am. That's routine. And it wasn't, planned. It wasn't like I wrote it down and this is what I'm going to do to have a routine. It just naturally made itself happen. Well, then getting off the show, which that is a routine as well, doing the show. um, We just have so many routines in our life that I don't think we really think about until they get yanked away. And I think, excuse me, I think that even in relationships, there's the routine there as well. So it's, you you hear everybody saying that you, you don't miss the person you miss the essence of the person. And I think it's just you miss the essence of the routine. You miss the essence of uh, somebody being there 
or the routine of, of seeing them or, or, or whatever it is. And uh, unless you're in, you can get over that routine or, and realize that it's can be harmful if you are self-aware in it, uh, enough to see that it's harmful. Um, I just was in a situation where uh, you, when red flag, I love this quote, by the way, red flags look like regular flags when you're wearing rose colored glasses. And that's why I was. I wanted to force it so bad. I was trying to put that round peg into a square hole and I just missed every red flag that I should have missed, uh, that I should have caught. I, I, I take full responsibility of that. And plus, I'm not the easiest guy to get along with, especially in a, in a relationship. I'm, I'm uh, overly passionate. Um, I'm extremely passionate uh, about my opinions. I'm extremely uh, passionate. Also have a, a nice sprinkle of OCD, a sprinkle, a pour of OCD when it comes to uh, how to do things. And I've really... Being self-aware about that has made it easier for me to get along with with others, knowing that it is uh, it's it's something in my brain, right? Necessarily from point A to point B, uh, it doesn't necessarily always have to be the straight line that I create, right? I got a I got a, a good and which by the way the thing that happened to me this morning. Stick around. I'm going to tell you what happened to me this morning or this afternoon, early afternoon. Um, that kind of put a lot of things in perspective for me with all these changes and all these routines and things that are missing from my life. So stick around. I'm definitely going to get into that because uh, that was the inspiration for me to turn this microphone on. But yesterday I also had my nieces. My my sister came up with her husband and they brought uh, the two nieces because I've been wanting to see them and I've wanted to show my house to my sister, my brother-in-law. And and, uh, so we took the nieces. I met them out at this giant pumpkin, pumpkin patch, which is something I wanted to do, which you can't really do when you're a single man. Um, just go show up at a pumpkin patch and hang out. But I got to take these two beautiful girls, uh, five years old and four years old, um, and uh, just watch them have a wonderful time and watch them uh, not give a shit about how long it took from point A to point B when it comes to the decision-making process that they were doing. They were kids, and they were just having fun, right? And so, you know, my sister and my, my brother-in-law are talking about, you know, well, let's take them over here to this little zip line. Not a big zip line you'd see, but just a little tiny one. And then we'll go. And in my head, I'm going, why don't we hit that one first? Cause it's closer and we could do this. And if they don't like that one, like, and then I realized like, dude, it doesn't matter. Put your obsessive compulsive away, put your, your, your routine, whatever that is away. It's, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. They're going to have fun. It's about having fun. And so I've, I've learned that over time about my, uh, about my OCDs when it comes to that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's hard to get along with me because I will relapse every once in a while and just, uh, I, I don't have a case at the time of called the give a shits. Like, why do you give a shit? Why do you give a shit? Like if somebody's doing the dishes and you're looking over their shoulder thinking they're not doing the dishes right, then why do you give a shit if they're doing it the way that you want them to do? And I've really, really come to a, a realization with that and I've really worked on that and I feel really good about that. So I, I feel like all this self-awareness that I've been, been discovering and looking at and analyzing and changing, um, and it's not about others, it's about me. And I think it's done really, really well. And it, I think it's made me a, a much better person. So um, that also, having that obsessive compulsive disorder when it comes to, and this isn't just me bullshitting. I mean, I feel like I have to do a disclaimer now or I have to do some kind of like proof. I'm, I've been diagnosed with um, obsessive compulsive disorder and OCD. I've been diagnosed with ADD. I've been diagnosed with depression and uh, um Oh, here's the big three or big four. I'm sorry. It's depression. <laughs> Let me read my notes. Uh, depression, uh, OCD, and then the OCD can also, it, it causes um, general anxiety uh, disorder, which is what I have as, apparently as well, but also that is um, really affected by the times and what's going on around me. And then um, 
attention deficit disorder. Um, so those things mixed together makes, whew, that could be a fun time. And then when you're in a situation where routines get yanked out of your, your, your system. So imagine a routine gets yanked away. I don't have, I don't work for a corporation anymore. I don't work for a company anymore. Right. I don't have that thing where I get up in the morning and I know I make my coffee, take my shower, put some clothes on and that I have a, uh, a morning meeting every meeting at 930 with uh, a marketing team that's spread out across Kansas City. Right. And I don't have uh, 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 campaigns or jobs or, or things, a list of things that I need to get done uh, within that team uh, for that company. It's gone. That's gone, right? That is not a worry anymore. So I need that, it, once that gets yanked away, can you imagine if you have some kind of obsessive compulsive or, uh, and routines are gone and, and attention deficit, all those things mixed together and the anxiety of Jesus Christ, the anxiety. I'm telling you what, the anxiety, man, uh, it has been overwhelming, overwhelming. And so what do we do to try, what do I do to try to subside that, to make that better, to make myself better? And I think something this morning taught me a lesson. You know, these little things that happen uh, in your life and then you just kind of go through it and, and you don't realize that it's a lesson. Some of those things have been really kind of, I try to be a little bit more apparent to things that happen in my life and how can I associate what just happened to me to the bigger picture. And I think something like that definitely happened this morning. So I bragged about this June oven that I have, which is this state-of-the-art uh, oven. It's uh, uh, on the uh, it's on the interwebs. Uh, I sound like a fucking grandpa now. Let me explain a little bit better. The June oven sits on my my countertop. It's a it's a brand new idea. It's an it's an oven a convection oven. It's a roaster. It's a dehydrator. It looks like a giant um, not giant but a big microwave. But it, instead of the door opening like a door, it pulls down like a regular oven. And then it just it's got a thing to plug in a, a thermometer. It's it's everything you can think of in your kitchen. It replaces it. It replaces almost everything. Your oven dehydrator. Uh, it even toasts toasts and bagels. I mean, it's really the cool thing about it is it recognizes what's inside the June oven and it asks you, hey, basically, is is this this? Like, so if I throw in a, a cut bagel and it and it shut the door, it'll say, is this a bagel? And I'm like, yeah, is it a wheat bagel or a regular bagel? It's like it's a regular bagel. Okay, do you want it toasted? How toasted do you want it? Do you want it really toasted or just slightly or medium? And I'm like, yeah, I want it really toasted. I want a little uh, crust on it. Okay, bing, and you hit it. And it does it. it. You don't have to put in a time or a temperature or anything like that. And that's what's pretty cool about the, the June oven. And not only that, but if you bake with it, which is what I do, um, it keeps the entire thing hot. Like It sounds like a commercial, like this thing is uh, endorsed by, or I'm endorsing June oven. No, it's just a badass uh, piece of equipment in my kitchen that has replaced everything. Um, and I cook virtually everything in there. I've, it's a stovetop I use, but I've, I have not used my oven since I've had the June oven. So today, um, I started thinking, you know, uh, started thinking about budget, started thinking about, you know, how am I going to survive with the savings that I have and, and everything that I have and how am I going to get along with everything? And I, and I went into like, uh, um, I went into like grandma mode, like how my grandma is like, I'm going to go buy some giant pieces of meat and I'm going to cut them up and, and I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm just going to, I'm going to stock up and make sure that I have the essentials. You know, uh, it's, I'm just overthinking it. It's not, I'm going to be okay, but I was overthinking it. And so while I was at the store, um, I saw, I was looking at the meat and I saw these uh, pork shoulders or whatever. Uh, they're on sale. So I grabbed one. It's a big ass pork, pork shoulder. And I'm like, you know what? I'll cut that thing up and then, and then I'll be able to, I'll have some protein at least for a week. Um, I'll just roast it in the June oven. And I looked it up and it's like, you know, set the June oven for like 250 degrees. 
I did a little mustard uh, rub on it, some other rubs, you know, got it all up. Um, I just basically took an, an oven recipe and I'm like, I'm going to cook this sucker and it's going to be great. I'm going to put it in the June. And when I, when I put it in the June, it was bigger than I thought. Uh, it was bigger than the June oven could handle. And I immediately kind of panicked, immediately got some anxiety, like shit. Like, what am I going to do? I got this big giant piece of meat that's completely covered in yellow mustard and, and uh, uh, Splenda brown sugar and spices and garlic and all this stuff. And it's messy and it's sitting on this rack that's sitting in this, you know, um, nine by 13 or whatever uh, pan that it would catch the juices. And I'm like, shit. And I even knocked out one of the little uh, cookers at the top of my June oven, which I got to figure out what I'm going to do with that. I don't think it's gonna be a problem, but it was chaos in my head. Like, son of a, what the fuck am I going to do? I did exactly. And I realized, you know, at that moment, it's the same feeling that I had when, when I got the call that they no longer wanted me to work for them anymore. When I got up, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And in the June oven pork thing, my brain immediately went into, and this is, I, I think the DNA gods or whatever it was that put this special kind of ability inside my brain. And, and a lot of you have it as well, which is um, figure it out, right? Quickly figure it out. Creatively, people that are data-minded, you know, data, data side that takes them a little bit longer. Some are list-oriented, it takes them a little bit longer. But people like me that are ultra-creative and quick-thinking, um, I immediately went, why can't I throw this in a fucking crockpot? Like, why can't I do that? Why can't I just throw this in a car? It took me maybe 15 seconds of panic and anxiety that was not needed, but for me to just sit back and then rely on what my skills are, my personality skills are, took over and came to a uh, solution. Yeah, put in the crock pot. It's not like it doesn't fit in the June oven. The whole entire world's not coming to an end. Just because the company that I work for doesn't want me to do work for them anymore, which why the fuck not? I'm fucking great at what I do. Fucking politics, right? Um, I thought the same thing. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? And this weekend, it's just been on my brain. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, what I know now because of what happened with this giant pork shoulder, pork butt that I bought is um, I'm gonna figure it out. It may, it may not be 10 to 15 seconds of, because 10 to 15 seconds when you have anxiety and you're freaking out a little bit in your head, and I'm not talking like freaking out, like throwing shit and I'm crying and I'm sitting there going, what the fuck am I gonna do? Let me, one of the options, I just throw it in the trash and just get rid of you know $15 worth of meat. That was an option, but that was not that. But I'm just saying like, the fuck am I gonna, and boom, there it was. Because at first I was like, well, I can just put it in the regular oven. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I haven't used it yet. There was an option right there. I just chose not to do. And then I'm like, what else, how else can you? Oh, I put it in a crock pot. Put it in a fucking crock pot. Is it going to be as crispy, you know, as if I put it in a June oven and cooked it slow and low that way? No. Is it going to be good? Yeah. Fuck yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. So that was my lesson. The same thing. I get called up. I mean, rejection and and uh, routine being destroyed or, or taken away is a can be a kick in the balls. But it's just like you know what I got to do. I got to find my crockpot. That's what I got to do. In all uh, actuality, is that even a word? 
is find my crock pot. Just, you know what? The June oven didn't work for this situation. Um, I don't need to panic. I don't need to throw the meat in the trash. All I need to do is relax and like my natural fucking born abilities, whatever DNA I was that gave me that, that way of figuring shit out and let it fucking take its place and let it fucking roll. Because you know what? I trust it. It's gotten me out of everything, every sticky situation in my entire life, every, um, every giant uh, pork roast that hasn't fit in any June oven, it has figured it out. It has. And we're not talking like MacGyver shit, but yeah, some of it's MacGyver fucking uh, shit. It just is. There's been times you just had to jerry-rig something to make it work because you're freaking out. There was a, a time that the fucking pipe in my uh, uh, garage um, popped open and it was the shit pipe, man. It was the fucking pipe that was coming from all the toilets and it was kind of going into my fucking garage and I had no idea what the fuck to do. Sat, I just stared at it for like 15 seconds and then boom, I went into action. I get shit done. And, I, and you know what? If my idea doesn't work, I'm going to try another one. That's the other part of this too, is the resiliency of if that, and this actually does work in this situation as well with the pork butt, because I have two crock pots. I don't know how I got two crock pots, but I have two crock pots. I don't even know how I got one of them. Uh, maybe I got that as a gift. I don't know, but I digress. Um, I pull out the crock pot and I and I I look at it and I go, this is not uh, big enough for the fucking piece of meat. It's not big enough. Shit. And then I I I remember. Wait a minute. I think I got another one. I don't know how I remember that, but I, I kind of see it in the corner of my eye down in the little cabinet area that the the crock pot's sitting in. And I'm like, yeah. Let's grab that one. And I pull that one out. And yes, it fits right in that crock pot. I'm staring at that crock pot right now over in my kitchen, plugged in, set on low. It's going to cook for the next, what, seven to nine hours. The first crock pot didn't work. And so my idea, it's just to go on to the next. It's not about, you know, and it's just, this is a great metaphor for everything right now is, you know what? Maybe the, the first idea that I have to get back into routine, to get my life, you know, more familiar, um, and I don't want to say better. I just want to say um, like through through get get rid of the rough waters, right? I just got to get out of the rough waters, and part of that is using my brain to find where the where the rough waters are not, and how to get there, and the resources to get there. Um, yeah, and that's how I think I am in my professional life right now. Um, is I got to do the same thing. And so Monday morning, tomorrow morning, <clears throat> I'm going to start a routine. I'm going to get up. Uh, I haven't decided what time. I'm going to figure that out today. I'm going to get up the same time every morning, even though I don't have a job. And I'm going to, um, my first plan, I'm building a business. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to build a business because I'm good at what I do. And I'm good at, at, at advertising and marketing and figuring shit out for companies to make them relevant online. I'm really good at that. I'm really good at that. And I'm going to I'm going to why do that for a comp for one company when I can do it for multiple, right? And that's what I'm going to do. I even came up with a name. It's called Branding Roar. How do you think of that? It's the first name that I've named something that I'm going to be working on or a project or anything, a business or anything that does not have my last name in it. <laughs> it doesn't have little in it. It's Branding Roar. You know, like branding if you're in the advertising marketing and then Roar just just yelling it out there. And I think that that's exactly what I do, 
right? It doesn't mean that I can't go into other verticals, but it's what I do. I make companies, I mean, I almost said shitty, um, boring ass companies. I mean, here's what I've done it for. I've done it for what's called a customer relations management software company in the automotive retail space, a CRM company. How non-sexy is that? I did it for our first or our second uh, startup, which was um, a predictive analytics software company. That's sexy. And then this last company was a data mining company. So you wanna talk about if I can make those three type of companies in an automotive space, sexy AF as the kids say it, online, imagine what I could do with companies that, that, that are a little bit more sexy, right? Or comp- I'm just talking like, there's no other companies out there that are less sexy than those three type of software comes. And if I can do those, holy shit, what could I do with, with a regular uh, company or entity or, or group, right? So yeah, I'm gonna discover that. I'm gonna start my routine and I'm gonna discover that. I got a ton of people that reached out to me on LinkedIn and Facebook because I made the announcement that I was no longer with my company and a lot of people surprised. And uh, that's what I'm gonna do. That's gonna be my crock pot right now. That's gonna be my crock pot. You know what? And if that crock pot's a little too small, I'm gonna come up with another crock pot. And if that crock pot's broken, then I'm gonna turn on the oven. And if that oven doesn't fucking work, then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go outside and chop a fucking tree down and I'm gonna make a goddamn fire and I'm gonna cook that meat right there on the spigot. I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it work. I'm that self-aware, I have that much uh, hope in myself and that much belief in myself I'm gonna make it work. I'm going to. And if the tree won't fucking, if I can't get the tree to, tree to chop down, right, then I'll burn the whole fucking house down and cook the meat on the house. No, no, I'm gonna make it work. You hear it here. You're gonna hear it right here, all right? And I'm gonna continue these because I gotta fucking talk to you guys. I gotta get this shit off my chest. I gotta say this shit out loud. I gotta be, I, I have to be self-aware. I have to be. I have to be. And Adam, I know you're listening, bro. And if you're not, I understand, but I know you're listening. I will be in contact with you. You and I are going to talk next week. Adam, just one of those is always listen to this podcast. Very friendly guy. And he contacted me about some, you know, opportunities and things that, that he knows about and things like that. And, and, uh, yeah, Adam, if you don't think I'm going to be contacting you, um, Tuesday and I apologize that I haven't really, look, I'm, I'm leaving Adam a, a voicemail on a podcast with everybody else listening, but I'm to do it real quick. Adam, uh, there was a lot of shit that was going on at the company, so I apologize if I kind of pulled myself away when we were talking and things like that in the last couple of weeks. But um, yeah, I knew this was coming. I knew that they were they were going to do. I didn't think they were dumb enough to do it. Uh, completely that stupid to do uh, to do it, but they did, and uh, we'll see. But anyway, thanks for listening. To Everyone needs a little podcast. Um, yeah, and if you're a business. You want to look sexy online? You want to get more people buying your shit, buying your services, that kind of stuff? You want to look good? You want to be relevant? Hit me up. Send me a message. Um, I'll just throw it in there. Joey at brandingroar.com, like R-O-A-R. Meanwhile, there's my commercial for the day. Um, The rest of you, all of you, not the rest of you, but all of you, please have a great day. Keep smiling. All right?